Welcome to the Essential Astrocast. I'm your host, Veronica Peretti. I'm an astrologer and a yoga teacher, and each week I let you know what's going on up there in the heavens so that you can dictate your fate down here on Earth. Welcome back to the Essential Astrocast. I'm Veronica, and I am so excited to be back with you. I so appreciate you sticking with me. This second half of 2022 has been really intense for me, and I am struggling to get back into a routine in all aspects of my life. No thanks to Mars, my ruler, being retrograde in Gemini, not helping at all. But my goal for 2023 is to get back to routine in all parts of my life. Lots of big changes in the horizon for me personally and professionally. And I will keep you posted on all of that. As long as you're on my email list, make sure you're on there. If you're not, go to astrocheatsheet.com. The link is also in the show notes. And download the cheat sheet because that is the accompaniment to this podcast. It'll help you follow along but it'll also get you on the email list. So you know everything that's happening when it's happening. So here's the deal. It's the end of the year. And if you're listening to this in the last few days of 2022, I hope you had a wonderful year. And if you're listening to this in the first few days of 2023, happy new year. I am really excited to share with you how we're going to say goodbye to this year and say hello to next year. Today, we're going to cover Wednesday, December 28th through Sunday, January 8th. And before we get into your horoscope, I want to tell you that I am offering my yearly kickoff beginning of the year astrology workshop on January 8th. So it's going to be Sunday, the 8th at 4 p.m. Eastern time. I would love to have you there. It's called Dictate Your Feet an astrology workshop to kick off 2023. And I bring in slides. We talk about everything that you can expect to be the pillars of this coming year, all the big aspects and transits and shifts in energy that you should expect. And we'll also do an intention setting ritual and a meditation to ground our energy It is a really full experience and a great way to set aside some time to tap into the cosmic energy that we're working with, but also to slow down, reflect on where you've been, and cast a vision, set an intention for where you're going. And I know that intention setting, resolution setting, whatever you want to call it, can be really hard to do on your own. So this is a wonderful way for you to come tap in be in community, and share the experience. And I know you'll love it. So head on over to my website under events, veronicaparetti.com slash events. That link is also in the show notes. You can sign up and that's it. So go ahead, sign up for that. If you're in online yoga club or in the moon membership, you will be getting this workshop for free. So nothing for you to do. You're automatically enrolled. Now let's get into the horoscope. So We are continuing to bumble through Mars retrograde. I know it's been really intense and Mars retrograde has been with us since October and we will not be done with this Mars retrograde, meaning he was in his shadow and then he went retrograde at the end of October and now we're going to be with this retrograde until January 12th. 
Mars will finally station to go to rock January 12th. And you might be thinking, okay, great, then I'm going to feel fantastic. Well, it's going to take a little time for Mars to pick up some speed as he gains forward motion. And we're still going to have Mars in Gemini until March 25th. So Mars retrograde happens every two years. It's the most, in my opinion, intense retrograde because it is the one that happens the least often. So after all this, we won't have this for another two years. Thank goodness. But this week we have an additional slowdown that's joining Mars, which is Mercury retrograding. So that is going to add a little bit more complication as we begin the new year. And the last thing you want to hear as you enter the new year, new you season is that we're going to have two personal planets retrograde. It's very similar to last year's beginning or 20 this year's beginning, 2022's beginning, because we had Venus retrograde, which was challenging. And Mercury is actually going to be retrograding pretty much exactly the same spot where Venus retrograded last year. So we're going to have some recurring themes there. So I'm going to share with you that it might not feel like the new year right away. You might feel like you need a little bit of an ease in to the new year. And so I really want you to take this Capricorn season. We are in the season of Capricorn, which began at the winter solstice on December 21st. Take this season to reflect. Capricorn has a somberness, a seriousness to it. Take some time to slow down. Feel your body. It is an earth sign. It wants you to connect to your body, to connect with the earth underneath you, to feel where you are and appreciate what is in this moment. And from that place of grounding in what is, you will be able to cast a vision for where you want to go. It's not the time for implementation or launching or big grandiose announcements. It is the time for getting quiet and really getting deep with yourself, doing some exploration of what you want and where you've been and where you're ready to go. Because Capricorn loves to cast the vision and then work the plan step by step to take you in a particular direction. So it's really good for that reflection. It's really good for the vision casting. January is named after the Roman god Janus, or Janus, I'm not sure exactly how to pronounce it, but he was the god that head could turn all the way in both directions. So he could see in all directions. He could see backwards and forwards at the same time. And that's the essence of this season. And Capricorn bridges one year to the next. So we're looking back and we're looking forward at the same time. So do your meditating, do your journaling, do your exploration, go deep and search for what you're ready to commit to. And then once Mars stations direct on January 12th and Mercury stations direct on January 18th, we will shortly thereafter have Chinese New Year. And that new moon in Aquarius, which is always Chinese New Year, 
is going to be a much better opportunity for setting those intentions for where you want to go. Or not necessarily setting your intentions, you can set your intentions now, but executing, launching them, taking action toward them. That's going to be the new moon in Aquarius or the Chinese New Year. That will be on January 21st. I want to get into the nitty gritty of what went on last week, what's going on this week, and what's happening next week. So again, I'm recording this on December 28th, but I'll be covering everything from now through Sunday, January 8th. So last week, we had an intense week. We had Jupiter re-enter the sign of Aries. So you may recall that last summer, Jupiter dipped his toe into Aries, and then he stationed retrograde and headed back into Pisces. And finally, we got Jupiter back in Aries for real this time on December 20th. So everything got amped up. You know, Jupiter is really enthusiastic. Jupiter in Aries is a fighter. He is self-righteous sometimes. He knows what he wants and he goes after it. Now, because he's answering to Mars retrograde in Gemini, we might not have the confidence or the clarity or the wherewithal to really go after it the way Jupiter and Aries wants us to, but we definitely have the fight brewing within us. Okay. So we had Jupiter move back in Aries and then we had Chiron station direct. And that was the same day that we had the new moon in Capricorn on Friday, December 23rd. So that was right before the Christmas holiday. So an interesting time, you know, new moons in general make us want to pull inward, not what the energy that you want when you are with your family doing Christmas. And so Christmas might've been intense. If you happen to have been with family, it might've been a really interesting experience. You might've had some old hurts and pains and trauma come up, especially because Chiron was stationing direct while we had a new moon in Capricorn. And it could have been really challenging. We also had a yod, a finger of God, which is an aspect in astrology that is faded. And that was Mars and Chiron in a sextile pointing the finger at South Node. So there was an opportunity for clearing out, cleaning up, and airing out any old grievances or hurt feelings, which means that could have been pretty interesting, could have been an amazing opportunity for massive healing and growth if you were willing to engage with it. But of course, it takes two to tango, so you might have been willing to engage with that, and the person across the table from you may not have been. But if you had the opportunity to work through some stuff, it was probably really, really productive and really healing. And that is amazing. So great opportunities for really good stuff. And of course, some opportunities for some really hurtful stuff. So it goes with Chiron. This week is kind of the calm after the storm with some pleasant transits inspiring you to slow down and connect with what's meaningful. So before the energy shifts next week, which we will have a big fun shift of energy the first week of the new year, this week is a little bit more like licking your wounds after that tough new moon with Chiron, after the holiday season, you go back home, you settle in, maybe you watch some cheesy movies, you catch up on Emily in Paris, and then you're ready to come out next week. 
with Saturn hanging out in techie, community-oriented Aquarius until 2023, we're all redefining our relationship to social media. So I've been going old school. Yep, I'm really into texting. It's so 2002. Every two to three days, I send an astro update right to your phone. Text I'm in to 917-540-3401 and you'll always be in the know when Mercury retrogrades and when the new moon arrives, along with any other significant planetary happenings. Text I'm in to 917-540-3401. So this week, we have Venus sextiling Neptune on Wednesday, the 28th, which is encouraging us to dream. It's encouraging us to cast our vision. It is appreciating beauty. It is having more compassion, having more empathy, which we may need after what we went through over the holidays. And then on December 29th, Thursday, we have Mercury retrograding in Capricorn. So again, to remind you, Mercury's retrograde until January 18th, but he is in Capricorn until February 12th. Mercury in Capricorn likes to attend to what is tangible. So it's actually a really great opportunity to look back at your year and your finances, do some bookkeeping, do your taxes early, I am planning on doing all of that stuff while Mercury is retrograde in Capricorn. Capricorn loves money. So Mercury in Capricorn loves to pay attention to the money. So this is a great time to get ahead of the taxes, to get ahead of your bookkeeping for next year or to catch up on last year, okay? Mercury will conjunct Venus right after he turns retrograde. So this is kind of nice. This kind of kicks it off with a Venusian vibe of appreciating beauty, appreciating the good things in life. So hopefully this retrograde is an opportunity for you to slow down and appreciate the slowdown as opposed to being frustrated by the slowdown. And remember, Mercury retrograde, it's not to be demonized. It is natural. It is good. It intensifies communication. It shows us where there are gaps. It shows us where there are things that need to be fixed. It shows us where we need to review, edit, to revise, and reconfirm. I always say review, revise, reconfirm. So if you are working on something, make sure you review it twice before you send it out. If you have something that you go back to. It's a great opportunity to revise it. And it's a great opportunity to reconfirm things. So if you have some plans with a friend for lunch, just send the extra text and say, hey, just want to make sure we're still meeting tomorrow at 1230. Those kinds of things are helpful during this time. Sometimes we get really excited about stuff and we are like, oh yeah, let me just sign the document and send it off not the thing to do during Mercury retrograde. You want to just really read it and double check it. Okay. Doesn't mean that you can't do things. Doesn't mean that you can't commit to things. Doesn't mean that you can't move forward with things. Just means that you want to bring out the fine tooth comb. Now, because Mercury is retrograding pretty much at the same spot where Venus retrograded last year, it might bring up some recurring themes from a year ago. At that time, Venus retrograded with a conjunction to Pluto. So that was pretty intense. Pluto is still at those latter degrees 
of Capricorn, but he's not exactly conjunct. He is in a conjunction, but it's a wide conjunction. So Plutonian themes might come up this Mercury retrograde. That might be money, of course. That could be things you value. That could be old secrets coming to the surface because Pluto rules everything that is hidden or out of our control. So it'll be interesting to see what comes up this Mercury retrograde. I think there will be some surprises even in this first week of Mercury retrograde, which we'll get to shortly. So New Year's Eve on December 31st, we will have the moon in Taurus. The moon in Taurus likes to be comfy, cozy, and enjoy the finer things in life. Venus will conjoin Pluto. So this will be the end of that Venus cycle that started a year ago and the beginning of a new Venus-Pluto cycle. So Venus and Pluto coming together is not bad. It is just deep and profound. It's looking for meaning. It wants to be surrounded by the things that are important. So this week is really an opportunity to come back to what's meaningful and valuable to you. So if that is solitude, you might want to be alone on New Year's Eve. If that is being with just your nearest and dearest, that's going to be what's important to you. I recommend being with people that you feel a real sense of intimacy with and you can go deep with them and you can enjoy a really comfortable, loving, nice time that isn't necessarily a big party where you might feel anonymous. You want to feel cozy, intimate, valued, loved. That's really important this New Year's Eve. Okay. So on January 2nd, after New Year's Day, after you come out of your hangover, the energy will do a big shift. We will have Venus move into Aquarius. We will have the sun square Chiron. So Venus into Aquarius is fierce. She is, she loves to talk. She loves to have big ideas. She is concerned for the collective, for humanity as a whole. There is a self-righteousness to Venus in Aquarius. The sun square Chiron is going to be illuminating the healing work that's been going on for you since we had that Chiron station with the new moon in Capricorn back on December 23rd. So that stuff is still being illuminated for you, coming up for you. So you're going to get more information and now Mercury will be retrograde. So we're going to get even more information because the information and the truth is revealed when Mercury retrogrades. On Wednesday, January 4th, Venus will sextile Jupiter in Aries. This is a lovely transit. So there are a lot of lovely points of light throughout this week and a half that I want you to really appreciate, which I know you will because Venus is involved in so much of this. Venus sextile Jupiter in Aries is the two benefics working together. It's going to create an atmosphere of confidence and enthusiasm. And the moon will be in Gemini that day. So there's going to be an opportunity for a lot of social interaction. So this is a great day to be out and about with people and exchanging ideas. Now on January 5th, Thursday, we'll have the sun trine Uranus. This brings spontaneity. Everything feels sparkly. There's like a sense of lightning can strike at any moment. There is an embracing of change. Now, this is as we're getting to the full moon. 
So we're reaching the apex of the full moon in Cancer, which comes on Friday, January 6th at 6.08 p.m. Eastern time. We'll have a full moon in Cancer at 16 degrees. That means the moon is opposite the sun. So every Capricorn season, we have a full moon in Cancer. The sun at that time will be conjoined Mercury retrograde. Technically, they will meet on January 7th, the next day, but they'll be very close. And Mercury will be in a trine to Uranus as well, because remember the sun just trine Uranus the day before. So think about this as the sun on one side of the Zodiac in Capricorn with Mercury retrograde, they are both trining Uranus, embracing change, bringing the unexpected to light. Everything feels like it could just flip at a moment's notice. And then they're opposite the moon in Cancer. So this is a shift of energy. This is an apex of energy. Full moons always make us feel like we're getting to the top of the mountain. There's something frothing up. We're finally there. There's an excitement and anticipation, and then it just hits. So we're always a little bit more intense, a little bit more emotional with full moons. But when we bring in the energy of Mercury and Uranus, the two planets that co-rule our nervous system, we might be feeling a little bit more over the top. So you want to be careful with this full moon that you don't do anything that's too crazy, that you don't take any big risks, that you don't do anything that you know, really triggers your anxiety because all of that's going to be running high already. But you might have a wonderful opportunity to do something different, to change things up, to see something from a new perspective. And there may be some shocking truth revealed, maybe in the collective, maybe we'll see it in the news, or maybe something will come up in your life. And remember, Uranus is the equal opportunity shitster. So he can bring good stuff. He can bring bad stuff. He just likes to shake things up. Now, I am really optimistic for the full moon. I think there's a lot of beautiful transits surrounding this full moon. And I like that this is a trine to Uranus, which means we're embracing the change. So there's nothing to be scared of. Mercury retrograde does bring things to our awareness that perhaps we weren't able to see before. So just allow yourself to be open to seeing what's really happening and not in a place of shutting down because you see something you don't like. Because Mercury retrograde sometimes will bring something up and you're not so happy about it. But then as the weeks go on, you realize that it was really in your favor that you are now aware. And that's how things usually work out when we're working with the cosmos, right? So that is your horoscope for this week and a half. And I hope it was helpful. Again, I want to make sure that you know that I'm teaching my beginning of the year kickoff astrology workshop, Dictate Your Fate, on January 8th at 4 p.m. Eastern Time. I would love for you to join us. Head on over to veronicapretty.com slash events and join us for that two-hour workshop, which I know you're going to love. It's a great opportunity for you to set your intentions, to reflect on where you've been, to cast a vision for where you're going and to tune into all that the cosmos has in store for you next year. Okay. Have a wonderful new year. If you're listening to this before the new year, and if it's after the new year, happy new year. 
and may the stars shine brightly upon you as we move into 2023. Thank you so much for listening. It's such an honor to be here in your ears every week. If you like the show, I hope that you take the time to rate and review it either on Apple or Spotify. And if you have a friend you think might like the show, you can share this episode with them right from your podcast feed. All right. I'll talk to you next week.